What's up, everybody? Marcos here. Now, I do want to just start off by apologizing. I know that this week I announced that the first episode of Jersey Grown Podcast would drop this Friday. However, after doing some research and getting some feedback from the test podcast that I distributed to certain select few, I realized that we need to do just a little bit more work to make it more appealing to all of you. So I'm going to just kind of take a few days to finalize it, make it a little bit better, give you guys a better experience with this Jersey Grown podcast. But I'm not going to leave you hanging. I am going to release something Friday, 420, for all you little potheads out there. And it's going to just kind of give you a breakdown of what this is, what Jersey Grown Podcast is, where I want to take it, and the reasons why I started doing this in the first place. I'm also going to give you a little taste of what the Jersey Grown Beer Boys is all about, um, which a little fair warning, the audio on that is a little rough only because we did it in the car while driving from one brewery to the other. And it was a little bumpy because we live in New Jersey and springtime is pothole season. So it is what it is. Have beer, but this man is a beer connoisseur. So don't miss out on that. You're also going to hear a little bit about a film that I am involved with, a film project called Nice to Meet Me. Fantastic project with a couple of people that I know. You're going to get some more information on that. So once again, guys, I do apologize. It's not going to be a full episode this Friday, but you will have a full episode very soon. I just want to make sure that it is absolutely perfect for you guys. So once again, thank you for everybody who already have followed us on social media and have liked our Facebook page. Thank you very much. And thank you to all of you that have shared. So enjoy. And at the end of this podcast, I got a little bit more to uh, kind of relate to you guys. So we'll talk then. Bye. By executive, By executive order, order, declare the Taylor Ham, Egg, and Cheese is, is the, the official breakfast sandwich of the state of New Jersey. And I would say this. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Jersey local 404. I'm from Jersey. New Jersey? Yeah, New Jersey. Well, if you're from Jersey, you're from Jersey. That's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey? Now we're Newark of all places. You know we're going to get shot. What's really funny is the fucking bank job away in Sea Caucus. I'm in the middle of the fucking weeds laying down. Yeah, right. Jersey represent. Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Marcos Antonio Formoso, and welcome to the first episode ever of the Jersey Grown Podcast series. What is the Jersey Grown Podcast? I am glad you asked. The Jersey Grown Podcast series was born to be the ultimate Jersey-based podcast forum and community. Our goal is to help perpetuate various Jersey-grown individuals from all walks of life, like artists, entrepreneurs, musicians, rappers, small business owners, uh, brewers, writers, filmmakers, actors, models, comedians, photographers, massage therapists, whatever it is, if you are from Jersey, or even if you're living in another state, but you were originally from Jersey, we want to hear from you. We want to help you get your name or your product or your business out there so people could 
connect, and that's the way this whole game works nowadays, right? So if you are interested in taking part, definitely find us on social media. We're on Facebook and Snap at Jersey Grown Pod. That's at Jersey Grown Pod. And on Instagram, we are Jersey Grown Podcast. So here's a little background of who I am and, you know, before you guys kind of dive in and listen to me and kind of bullshit and do my thing. I was born and raised here in North Bergen, New Jersey, right across the Hudson River from Manhattan. So if you live in Manhattan or you've been to Manhattan, you look over the Jersey side, that's where I live. I grew up with the best damn fucking view of New York City all my life. It's fantastic. Now, how did this start? Well, let's take it back to late 2016. I was at my 9 to 5, and I've been there for a very long time, and it actually was that my boss came in, and he had a box for me. So he gave me the box, and I opened it up, and it was this commemorative plaque. And when I look at it, it said, congratulations, Marcos, on your eight years with the company. And it hit me like a ton of fucking bricks. I realized, what the hell have I been doing for the last eight years in a job I didn't even like? Like, or I started off okay. You know, it was cool. It was money in the pocket. It was a, you know, decent salary. And I drank the Kool-Aid. You know, it was my first kind of big corporate atmosphere. And I thought it was pretty cool. And I, you know, like I said, I, I drank the Kool-Aid. But that Kool-Aid wears off really quick. More so when my job ended up being this 24-7, seven-day-a-week, kind of like a surgeon, but without the six-figure salary. And it took a toll on me. It changed who I was. Um, I was angry all the time and stressed out. I was snapping at people like my parents for stupid little shit, my, my girlfriend at the time. I was driving aggressively and, you know, all this road rage. I didn't want to do anything. All I wanted to do was just kind of sit around and drink on weekends. I, it just wasn't who I used to be. And if, you know, some members of my audience uh, have known me for quite a long time now. And I used to be that fun-loving guy. I used to love going to karaoke. I used to love going out dancing, uh, making people laugh, just all-around fun-loving, looking-for-adventure type guy. And that died with that 9 to 5. And why did that happen, right? You're probably wondering. Well, it's the same shit that happens to a lot of us creative types. We have this idea of what we want to do, but we get sucked into what society wants us to do, the college and, you know, the get the salary with the good job and the benefits. And then once you do that, you got to go and find yourself a girl. And then once you get the girl, you marry her. And then once you marry her, you go ahead and you buy a house with her. And then once you buy the house, you pop out the kid. And now you got to go get a dog. And so it's a baby, a dog. You got the white picket fence. You got lawnmowers. You got childcare, you got barbecues and people coming over, family reunions, and it's all fine and dandy. It really is because I know a lot of individuals that that was their actual dream in life. They wanted to be, you know, a homemaker and have kids and be a mom or be a dad, and they're okay with that, which is cool. Again, 
awesome. And kudos to you if that was what you were going for and that's where you landed. But the day that I got that eight-year commemorative plaque, I realized that that wasn't the life for me. I, I'm, I wasn't happy at all. So here I am. Um, once I got that plaque, a few months later, I exited that company. Uh, it was a tough decision because when you've already spent that much of your life kind of dedicated to a job like that, and when you're also 35 years old at that time, I was 35, to just kind of drop it and kind of run in the wind with it, it was, it was challenging. But the difference is that almost immediately, my whole demeanor changed. I was becoming happier again. And I, you know, of course, it didn't happen overnight. It, I've been struggling. There's been some tough times. But what I, I've started doing is kind of taking care of myself and looking at myself and getting out of my own way. That was one of the things that I have kind of, once I started doing meditation and started reflecting on who I was for those many years, because it wasn't me, it wasn't Funkos, the guy that you know used to just like to go out and have a good time. It was now just bitter, cynical, bad coast. <laughs> Not Marcos, bad coast. So I kind of looked back and started to change my lifestyle and change my way of thinking. And it kind of just started with something as simple as cutting down the road rage. Now when somebody cuts me off, I, I feel it building up in me. But I stop, let the person go, continue with their day because at the end of the day, it is not worth it. The stress from other people, from their negative energy, it's not fucking worth it anymore. And I'm not going to sit here and claim that these are all thoughts coming out of my own head. I didn't, you know, start any of this. I actually caught some motivation from uh, Gary Vanyerchuk. I don't know if you guys have ever heard him, but really awesome all-around speaker, I guess you could say. He's an influencer, um, has a lot of pull, but the guy has moxie. And there's just something about his just gritty, straightforward approach as opposed to, you know, other motivational speakers like that tall guy. Was it Tony Robbins, Timmy Robbins? I don't know. Something like that. I've never found those appealing to me. I didn't think that it would work for me. But this guy is just magic. And here's the best part. Before I even started listening to him, because it was just kind of recently that I started listening to him, after the fact, after I started developing this Jersey Grown podcast, I came to realize that my man is from New Jersey. <laughs> and I kind of felt right there that I was like, well, maybe that is why I felt that connection with him after listening to or trying to listen to other motivational speakers and influencers. I realized maybe that was just the hidden connection that maybe I, I don't know. I'm on the same level with this guy and I understand where he's coming from and th the way he just presents himself and throws this motivation to people. So here I am doing my thing. I do hope that you guys take interest in this. It's going to be just all around fun. Now, also, I do want to mention that there is not going to be a specific format for this. All right. This is going to be uh, just across the board like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. So it's going to be fun. So this way you don't have to jump around from a comedy podcast to a uh, podcast about movies or a podcast about beer. And then, you know, you're listening to like six different things at once. 
we're going to try to encompass everything into this one podcast. Your one-stop shop. It's your Costco. It's your Amazon. That is what we're going for here with this series. So we are going to have various guests. Um, we still want our audience to reach out to us if you want to pop on here and you know give your, uh, uh, your business or yourself some, some airtime. Definitely let us know. We would love to have you on. And in between, I'm going to bring on just let her, you know some co-hosts, some guest co-hosts. It could either be friends, family, or maybe just out and about. I'll just find somebody, and if they're interesting, I might sit down and just have them talk. So I think I've rambled on for a little bit. Uh, what we have coming up next is a little taste, just a taste of one of the uh, segments that we're going to branch off into, and it's called the Jersey Grown Beer Boys, and that is with my good friend, uh, Billy the Duke. I just like saying that, the Duke, or as my phone calls him, the Duck. Not my, not, not my phone, my car, anytime I uh, do my voice dialing, Billy the Duck. So he is my homeboy with beer. Um, he's pretty damn awesome, and the guy is very knowledgeable in, in the beer industry. He's kind of been teaching me so much, but you're going to hear a little bit more about that coming up soon. So let me know what you guys think. Again, share the love. Let people know about our podcast, Jersey Grown Podcast Series. Again, find us Facebook at Jersey Grown Pod. Snap, same thing, at Jersey Grown Pod. And IG, Instagram, we are at Jersey Grown Podcast. Twitter, soon to follow. All right, guys. So thank you and enjoy this next segment. We are on. We're on. This is uh, Marcos, and I got my uh, good buddy Billy. Yes, sir. And uh, we are starting up a uh, new podcast experience, uh, mainly oh, that's so around hard. New Jersey, right? Yeah, we're going to do Jersey. We'll do New York. And uh, if, the people -state. Will, if people will have us, we'll start going cross-country, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what uh, we're hoping for. That's the end picture. We're in search of some of the finest brews that this state has to offer as well as everywhere else everywhere yeah. else yeah anywhere I mean, really the, the beer industry has really exploded last you know the last couple of years and you know there's another 10 breweries at least opening this year in jersey itself so it's time to bring them out hey which are the ones that are open yeah so we got red bank's got one coming out uh one just opened last night at seaside uh they're called heavy reel and apparently they had a good night they're okay. not going to be open tomorrow. They're only open today because they think they're going to run out of beer, which is always a good thing, but not for us people that want to go. Want to go. But uh, congratulations to those guys because that's a hell of a start. But yeah, everywhere. Uh, but I guess we should go into a little bit of an origin here. Me and Marcos, uh, 
I found I found Marcos at Labor Ready. <laughs> he took me under his wing. That's where we came together. That's right. And uh, he was a manager in Newark. I became manager in North Bergen in August of 2015. Marcos has since moved on, but uh, it's a stressful job. And uh, yeah. there's this beautiful little brewery called Nor New Jersey Beer Company that awesome. resides in North Bergen. And we love you, Casey. We love you, all of those guys that are there. Yeah, man. The entire group. And they just brought 902 in, so they're kind of a two-for-one brewery now. But we would find ourselves there very often. Very. After a days of work. Marcos lived and grew up in North Bergen, so he knew the area. Yeah. And, and it was quite impressive to find out that we had our own yeah. brewery in North yeah. Bergen. Yeah. And uh, That's why I think that would be uh, my home base, at least. Yeah. They're all, over, they're all over the place now. Um, but yeah, so me and Marcos would find ourselves just indulging <laughs> yeah. over some LBIPAs and some... Uh, Bonding over brews. Some Weehawk and Wee Heavy. Oh, the One Wee of our heavy. favorites. Oh, the Wee yep, Heavy. the Wee Heavy. Um, and not to mention, Casey had a hell of a playlist every time. Oh, yeah. We were, we were Anytime there. Anytime you go in there. Every it's something time. new, the different, music, and exciting. Was, the music was fresh and... Uh, he always knew us by name, and it's been a while, my friend, but we'll be back. Marcos. We got to get him on. I know, yeah. Casey, I know you would be amazing on this podcast, yeah. so we're going to have to sit down with you That's right. one of these days at the brewery. That's right. Marcos has since moved to Nutley, which is where I reside. Nutley! And uh, <laughs> I'm up in the nut. Our, our new spot is now Cowan's Public, which is right around the corner from both of us. And they do some beautiful tap takeovers. They do what, what don't they do? <laughs> their food is, is oh, their food is to is die for. Amazing, it's, you know. And give a shout out to their other sister spot, the Barrow House, which is also great. Which uh, I haven't been. You haven't I'll been be there. there. We'll get you there. Um, I will be there. And that's where me and Marco say, "Hey, man, it's time for a beer, right?" And we'll find ourselves there <laughs> Tuesdays or Thursdays or. And yeah. we'll go wherever, you know, if you, if you yeah. guys, yeah, yeah. You, you, the what, audience. What bar do you go to? Yeah. What's your good craft place? Know. North Jersey, South Jersey, Central Jersey, New York City, upstate New York. I know of a lot. We'll make the journey. I also don't know of a lot, so. And if you want to meet us there. Yes. Let us know. We'll talk to and you. And we'll sit down <laughs> and we'll, we, will we will BS we'll shoot the shit. on the podcast. That's right. As we get drunk. That's right. <laughs> get drunk, but over good beer. Exactly. You're not gonna get drunk on six six uh, Bud Lights. We're not get, we're not looking at the Natty Ice crew, right? You're gonna get drunk on One Hill Farmstead or Teddy Topper <laughs> or because <laughs> you know that's how it goes. <laughs> that's know. another good question for the audience. Why yeah. do you drink? Yeah, really. You drink because you know it makes you happy. Yep. Is it stress? Is it happy? Yeah, Is it because you because like? Because you like the taste of it. You know, are you a connoisseur like we are, Marcos? Why do you drink? Sometimes uh, you know what it, it, it's yeah. a hit or miss. Right. You know? Sometimes it's just to get sloshed. Sure. Yeah. You know? Sure. And that's. <laughs> but he, sometimes that's yes, why you, have you want to have hot James. You don't want to know about the hot James. Uh, I don't think we should talk about it no. because technically it's illegal. This is a beer show. But uh, <laughs> let's just say there was a little leftover something in my car from last night. That's right. From a night out, and now it's just hot. And, uh, yeah. It kind of sounds like a porn mm -hmm. move. 
that Jenna Jameson would do. That's true. Right? If she wanted to make a comeback, Jenna, yeah, yeah. if you ever listen to this, right. that's your next move. The hot Jameson. The hot Jameson. It's like a hot Cosby. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Any South Park fans out there, you know where that's from. You know where that's from. I'm a pastor's kid. My dad is a pastor at the Methodist Church. Uh, we were a dry household. He doesn't drink. Um, my mother now does because of me, but I love you, Mom. Um, yeah, in college, I joined a fraternity, and they didn't care that I didn't drink freshman year. And uh, one night, I just ran out of an energy drink, and my prom, my prom date, my, my formal date, uh, Amber, said, hey, well, I'm not forcing you, but we have Miller Lite if you want one. And uh, I was at the end of my freshman year, and I said, you know what? I've never done it before. I've never tried it. Let me give it a go. And uh, so I tried Miller Lite with my very first beer that I've ever drank. Miller Lite. Yep. And then uh, any Reading fans out there, Lion's Head is another local spot that makes some good pilsners. And uh, so I, I did originally just start drinking for the hell of drinking, you know, just to get that buzz. And, As we all start. And yeah, and get that buzz and get that. I don't think anybody ever started drinking beer saying, hey, I'm going to do this like for the, the flavor. This, right? <laughs> exactly. Nobody's so, ever done that. And then uh, my buddy, uh, Mitch Nathan, who was one of my brothers in the fraternity, uh, was a big Sam Adams fan at the time. And uh, he started getting some mixed six packs, and I started drinking on those. He's like, "Yeah, this is more on the craft side. It's not light. It's got more flavor to it. A lot of different styles." And uh, I remember trying their winter lager that winter, and I was changed. So I, I started drinking everything Sam Adams for a good year, probably. And uh, it you just know what? Come to think about it, yeah. I think Sam Adams was also what got me into. Boy, they were a pioneer. Let me try this yeah. new beer. And... Yeah, and I mean, they were a pioneer for a long time too. They, yeah, they uh, they actually lent. If you go to Cricket Hill, Cricket Hill and Fairfield also, where Magnify is. Um, shout out to Reverend Rick, one of my favorite people in the beer industry. Um, Rev Rick. They uh, there was a shortage of hops for a long time, um, and Sam Adams distributed some hops to some smaller breweries so they can continue to brew their beer or else they go out of business so sam adams was a big piece in a lot of these places being able to make it so I, over the years it went from just getting a buzz getting a drunk to man this tastes good <laughs> you know and um if i have to you, pick, yeah because they started expanding right it. right it was back in the day what you, you didn't have much choice. lagers light like, beers yeah you know, black, you know. Coronas. Yeah, exactly. Really, that's that's the most that I drank in high school right. was Coronas because right. it was well-known. Right. Easy it to was get a, get kind of light, you know. Right. Easy to get a hold of. Easy to get a hold uh, of. And if I had to pick my style, it's pretty obvious. Marcos can even tell you. I'm an IPA guy. I always have been, always will be. But I have my special place for stouts, especially the Imperials, barrel nitro stuff. Nitro. Which at 115, they have the uh, the Yards Love Stout Nitro. Nice. Yes, I had probably a few of those last night. Oh, Oh, it was delicious. Oh, you know, love to go out to PA too. You know, we've been saying Jersey and New York, but I went to college for four years in Reading, and I have my love for Victory uh, Yards, Yingling, of course. That's where Yingling resides. And, uh, oh, yeah, PA, we'll come see you, too. Oh, definitely. Because uh, that's where one of the other Juice Masters tired hands is. And uh, one of my buddies would trade some stuff to me. He'd give me some uh, tired hands beers. 
But yeah, we're not. We have no jurisdiction, everybody. We're <laughs> we're gonna we're we're the Jersey guys for sure, and we always will be. Like bone and bread. Sort of, yeah, but yeah. we are eager to travel. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there that needs consuming. We're, <laughs> we're two mouths ready to consume some hops and. Uh, and we even discussed <laughs> even if you're you're, you're sitting at home mm-hmm. and you're making something oh. in the basement. And you feel Cold that it's roots. ready to go? Yes. Let us know. Yes. We will come to your house and we will try it. We'll be more than happy to do it. You know when they say uh, your favorite national band used to be a local band? Yeah. Your favorite brewery used to be a home brewer. Exactly. So you could be the next great Treehouse or Trillium or, hell, St. Adams. I mean, you want to go there. And we will do our best to oh, get you there. We'll blow your spot up, man. That is our goal. Even if we don't like your beer. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. We hey, might blow your spot it, up for the it, wrong reason. It is. But not. just make sure it's not terrible. That's right. Well, we have the cask also. Whistle tips. Is Whistle tips. Um, I would yeah. also like to make it known that Billy is more of the beer expert <laughs> than I am. So... Marcos is going to... I, I follow. He tells me where to go and what to try. And it's always excellent. So... Marcos is going to come along on the journey. Exactly. That's right. We and this way, so the audience has, you know, yeah. some type of personal connection. That's right. It's like if you've never tried it, or maybe you're not even a beer right. drinker. We're going to find you're thinking, your hey, let me try some beer now. That's right. We're going to find your palate. My wife, when I met her at Albright College, was one of those strict, I just like vodka, I just like sweet coconut rum. <laughs> and, well, uh, the party drinks. That's right. We found each other, and... Uh, I asked her what kind of beer she was into, and she only knew kegs of Natty and Keystone and Piss. So, <laughs> I mean, let's call it what it is. No offense. Beer, beer flavored yeah, water. I'm sorry if uh, those guys happen to be listening to us at some point in our careers, but sorry. Um, they're good for... for uh, You're the party beer. For shotgunning and all that. Yeah, but, uh, funnels. That's right. I funneled those before. <laughs> so I asked her what she liked, and... Gosh. But what would, you, what would you think is the best party beer, though? Um... Party beer, so something that you could just crush without even. Yeah, I would say Natty Light. Yep. Higher yep. percentage, six percent. Natty Ice was what used to fill the bathtubs. That's right. And the sinks. That's of right. All the house parties I went to in high school. That's right. So I got my wife into what's called the Gosa style, which is the sour beers, and she has become obsessed with those, and she prefers having those now because she doesn't wake up with that awful, awful hangover from liquor. <laughs> Any fans of ghosts out there, you know that Westbrook makes one of the best, and uh, Anderson Valley as well. We found Anderson Valley at AC's Beer Festival two years ago. Where are they based out of? They're out of California, too. They're out of San Fran area. Oh, really? Bay area, yep. They're up with uh, Russian River and all those guys. Right, so I guess that's on the list for my next trip to San Fran. Yeah, you go to San Fran. I did, at least I, I went to... Uh, 21st Amendment. Nice. And Lagunitas. Yeah, and Lagunitas are, is... Those are right in town, right? That one is yeah, phenomenal. phenomenal. If you're ever going to a beer store, and I know, I mean, I've kind of become a beer quote-unquote snob, if you will. <laughs> so I love my bricks. No, connoisseur. Love, yeah. Connoisseur. I love my bricks. I love my Magnify. I love, you know, everyone loves the Treehouse, Trillium, Mother Half game, and all that stuff. But, you know, when you're talking about what's called the, the beer community, you now a shelf beer, which are... Good beers that are distributed throughout the country. Lagunitas is always one of those beers that if I don't find anything local, Lagunitas, Stone, those are two. Those are my two. Those are my two. That's your go-to. Yeah. 
they've got a lot going on out there. So there's at least they do have a lot going on. Yeah, there's at least a dozen to fifteen breweries I want to go to. It's such a big state, so yeah, it's everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, so I'll be in northern LA the first week, and then we're moving uh, down to Anaheim area the second week. What's in Anaheim? Anaheim. uh, That's where Disneyland is. (laughs) So we're going to Disneyland, and uh, that's kind of where Monkish lies and Green Cheek and some really potentially strong breweries are down there. Are you guys going to go on the uh, the cars ride? Yes. Because Selma Hayek yes. posted it up on Instagram when she was on there, and I was like, wow, that looks really fucking cool. <laughs> I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. No, I mean... Uh, cars is one of my favorite Pixar yeah. films. That's a great film. And they have Pixar Land in general. Incredibles 2 debuting. Yes. June 15th. I saw the trailer. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's that's nostalgic. Not right only there. do we like beer, but we we are, like we like Disney we're, movies. We're a bit dorky. <laughs> I guess you could say. Yeah. Which is popular these days. That's so right. It's not too bad. You know, it's going to be a hell of a spring for movies. Infinity War drops in, what, two weeks? Oh. Well, that's, a whole, that's a whole separate podcast. Right? Right? <laughs> Our film conversations oh are a whole Those separate podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we parked. We have made it to our... We hope you enjoyed Ironically, our, our first banter. I was going to say vantage point, <laughs> but... Uh, the funny part is that the building that's next to us is called the Vantage. So. Boom, Vantage Point. Good move. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, hopefully you guys enjoyed this little, little banter. I guess, prequel. It's our first it's go our at it. Um, you know, we'll, we'll have plenty We'll get more better. I promise. We'll also have specifics. On and we have. Specific beers we'll be drinking. We do have professional equipment. That's right. You know, when we're sitting down somewhere quietly. Yes. It'll be a whole lot better. You might have heard a lot of. You also get to see what we're looking like too. We'll have some video, some live video. Because and, if, uh, it, especially if you were, if you're in Jersey or you were born in Jersey, right. you understand that springtime is pothole season oh. in New Jersey. So oh. that's probably yeah. a lot of the bumps and yep. every all the noise that you heard. So. That's right. Well, we're going to be on Untapped today a lot, and uh, we'll we'll let you know our. Uh, our What's your Untapped? My Untapped name? is Radiant. As in, like, the Radiant Sun, R-A-D-I-A-N-T, Billy, Radiant Billy. And what was yours? You just made yours? No, nope, I haven't made it you yet. You haven't made it yet. Okay. I so, will let you guys know. Um, we're we're going to be on there. We're going to probably add another 10 or 12 beers today to those untapped lists. So, uh, everyone, yeah. enjoy the spring. Beautiful day. It's actually more like summer today. And, uh, yeah, it really is. Enjoy the beers you're drinking. And, uh, and be safe. Yeah, be safe. Don't drink and drive. Yeah, do not drink and drive. And we'll talk to you next time. And let's him. see if this guy from New Hampshire is going to back into my car or not. Because that is the <laughs> worst parallel parking that was move a, I've ever seen. That was a wild but he's going to make it. He's good. He's going to make it. Hit the curb first, at least. Nice. Uh, 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 wow, he's close. Uh, oh, oh, we got it. There's the curb. All right. Well, gents did it. and ladies, we'll talk to you next time. Take care. And now, ladies and gentlemen, random facts about New Jersey. New Jersey is a peninsula. New Jersey once had more Cubans in Union City one square mile than Havana, Cuba. The first seaplane was built in Keyport, New Jersey. The first airmail to Chicago was started from Keyport, New Jersey. The Pulaski Skyway from Jersey City to Newark was the first Skyway Highway. New Jersey built the first tunnel, Holland Tunnel, under a river, the Hudson. First baseball game played was in Hoboken, New Jersey. Also, the birthplace of Frank Sinatra. The first radio station and broadcast was in Patterson, New Jersey. The first FM radio broadcast was from Alpine, New Jersey by Major Thomas Armstrong. And that, ladies and gentlemen, 
our Random Facts from New Jersey. Hey, what's up, everybody? I hope you enjoyed that little taste of what Jersey Grown Beer Boys is going to be all about. I am very excited to travel to many breweries this summer with Billy. It's going to be quite the adventure, and it's going to make for some interesting content, to say the least, because when you put microphones and drunk people together, it's always a good time. Now... I wanted to move on to a segment about some New Jersey uh, creative minds. Um, and that is the film entitled Nice to Meet Me. Now, this film was something that I have the honor of being a part of. I was approached um, by a friend who is going to be in it, and she's also helping to produce it. Her name is Yanira. And she asked me if I wanted to just kind of help out with it. So I told her, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever. I just want to be involved in that industry and meet new people and just kind of have myself surrounded by like-minded individuals. So I would, you know, carry lunches. I'll do craft services if I have to. Whatever it is, whatever help they needed, I'm there for them. But that actually turned into a small role offer, nothing major, which I was excited to do. So I said, hell yeah, I'm down for that. And then that's when I requested a copy of the script. And wow, ladies and gentlemen, you are got that. See, I even get so flustered just thinking about it. The story is unbelievable. All right. It is an amazing story. Well written, funny and very, I guess, eye opening, you would say. Um, So I'm just going to read you. Uh, exactly the way um, they, they they put it out there. So, Nice to Meet Me tells the story of Louie, a 30-something-year-old slacker and boy band has-been, which is a fantastic touch to the story. It's so funny. As he faces the highs and lows of managing an indie band, his struggles with depression, and his newfound determination to grow up and find his purpose. So, Just by hearing that and what you already heard on this podcast, that this story stood out and I have such a connection with it just because it's exactly what I'm going through at the moment. I was amazed. I was like, wow, how could this just, I guess maybe it's fate. I don't know. I want to say that it was fate that this project came across to me. During this time, as this podcast was going, I mean, it was like everything just kind of flowed into motion. Now, I know it sounds interesting, right? Because it is. However, they need your help. Nice to Meet Me Film is on GoFundMe. If you go onto GoFundMe and search Nice to Meet Me Film, you will come upon their page. And they are still looking for donations. They're doing a fantastic job i mean it's it's already been propelling and the campaign is trending on gofundme so that is phenomenal and i think that has a lot to do with the the realism of the aspect of depression now the script is loosely based off of uh his name is louis salazar he wrote the film along with alina solar um who by the way i'm going to have hopefully we could work it out to have them on here and cast and crew, uh, the producer, director, everything. We want to have a sit down and discuss the film that's going to be coming 
soon so you can get a little bit more detail. So I just wanted to just put it out there, let you guys know. Uh, go check them out, and you know, if you can, definitely donate. You're, you, you're, you're going to be amazed by this story. I, I could really just guarantee it. So check it out. Once again, nice to meet me film. It's on GoFundMe. Uh, and spread the love if you really like the, the video because, you know, there are some videos on there and some more information about the, the real life, I guess, story behind it all. Uh, a video by uh, Luis Salazar. And yeah. So check them out. Let me know what you think. And we hope that uh, you can definitely donate and become a part of this very, very special film that we all believe really needs to be heard. So once again, nice to meet me film. Go on to GoFundMe. It's one of the campaigns that are trending. Check it out. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed a little taste of Jersey Grown Podcast experience and that you will be returning to hear some more. I promise that we will get some very awesome content on here. This was just a little taste to tease you. And don't forget, we are looking for guests to be on the show and maybe even some co-hosts down the line. So don't be shy. Hit us up. Social media, Jersey Grown Pod. And on Instagram, Jersey Grown Podcast. Also, you can email us at jerseygrownpod at gmail.com. Let us know why you want to be on the show, what you do, and we'll get you on. Also, how do you want to listen to this podcast? Well, we first publish it on an app called Anchor FM. Now, you can download this on iTunes or Google Play. You can get it right to your phone, and you can just listen to us right from that app. But we will be distributing also on iTunes, as well as Google Play, and some others. Also, I think the Anchor is working on getting podcasts onto Spotify, which is awesome. So we will be spreading our joy of Jersey all over the place, all over the place. So once again, thank you guys for listening and reach out to us. Let us know what you think. Give us some topics to talk about. Let us know if you want to be on the show. All the jazz, all the fun. Thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. Seriously, this is an awesome experience already and we haven't really gotten that deep into it. So I am excited. I'm excited. Things are going to get better. I promise. So once again, thank you. Enjoy your weekend.